Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Welcome. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. And it's a short, about a 12-minute Bible study each day to get us into God's Word, to help keep us focused on our spiritual lives and on our relationship with God. It also helps us have a better, more positive mindset to take on the day, whatever the day might throw at us. Now, there are people in your life who you know who need to change their lives. They need to start thinking about their soul, about their relationship with God. They need to have a better mindset, more positive, more spiritual. You can help them by sharing these short studies with them. Now, we encourage you to do that. Maybe there's somebody in your family. Maybe there's a friend, a work associate, a neighbor. It could be anybody and everybody. You need to share these studies with them. You might help them actually get to heaven. So think about what a great influence you can be for their eternal good just by beginning to share these studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends. You can do that through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But on purpose and with a purpose, share these studies. Start to do that today. We're going to bring our study on being thankful to a close today. We have really gotten into this. We've looked at it in depth and detail. We've talked about, oh, we have so much for which to be thankful. And that's not just a a blind kind of statement, just surface level kind of feel good, touchy feeling kind of, you know, warm and fuzzy statement. We're talking about reality. We have so much for which to be thankful. In fact, the Apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. We have a great deal for which to be thankful. We have good things in our lives. We may not always recognize them as being good things, We may not recognize how many good things we have in our lives. In fact, I would suggest none of us recognize all of them because they are so numerous. But we have so much for which to be thankful. Every truly good thing that we have in our life is from God. James 1 and verse 17. From God. Now, we need to recognize all of the good things in our lives as much as we can. And we need to recognize the source of those good things, of all of that goodness, and that is God. If it is truly good, it is from God. And he deserves our thanks for all of his wondrous works. We need to thank God for our very lives, for his goodness, for his enduring mercy upon us. And oh, we need his mercy and goodness. We need to be thankful that he has created us with a soul in his own image so that we can look forward eternal life with him in heaven. The reasons for us to be thankful to God are are really too numerous for us to count. And we've said that if you sit down and you write in one column all of the what you think to be the bad things, the negative things in your life, and then write in the next column all of the good things, really start, stop and think, be analytical, look at all of the good things that you have in your life. Some things are, are we, we think of as being so common that we don't even recognize that they're good things, blessings from God. Those will far outweigh what you consider to be the negative things. 
So many people need to change their outlook. They're so focused on what they think are bad things, negative things, that they're not they don't have eyes open to see all of the good things that God has bestowed upon them. And as we recognize how blessed we are, then, then we'll truly find lasting happiness and real happiness. I want us to look at Psalm 146. Psalm 146. Look at verses 5 and 6. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help whose hope is in the Lord, his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever. You know, sometimes we'll even have people we consider to be our friends who will do us wrong, who will turn their backs on us, may even hurt us in some way. But God, if we're walking with him in consistent, faithful obedience, oh, he'll always be there with us and for us. He'll never turn his back on us as long as we don't turn our backs on him. God is that kind of God. He is the God, a God of goodness. And we can take confidence in that and we can be assured of that goodness and his blessings upon us on an ongoing basis. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13, the wise man wrote this, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Now, where do you think is the source of wisdom, true wisdom? It's God. Remember Solomon, when he became king of Israel, and he prayed to God. And what did he pray for initially? He didn't pray for wealth. He didn't pray for, pray for great power. He prayed for wisdom, for wisdom. And God blessed him with such wisdom that there was none like him. None like him. He had that kind of wisdom. God is the author of true wisdom. And wisdom is not the same thing as knowledge. All of us have some kind of knowledge to some degree. Wisdom is knowing what to do with our knowledge in a positive, productive way. In Psalm 127, beginning with verse 3, we read this. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the, in the gate. So many people see their children as an annoyance, as a handicap. We need to be thankful for our children. They're a blessing from God. I really like that imagery. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are, children, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. The quiver would be the basket that would hold the arrows of the warrior. Happy is the man whose quiver is full of children. Oh, we ought to look at our children with rejoicing and see them as blessings upon us from God. In Psalm 128, in verse 1, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. And we can be thankful 
that for God's blessings that are evidenced upon us as we walk in his ways, as we do that, he will bless us continually. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 8, the apostle Paul wrote, and having food and clothing, with these we shall be content, but those who are rich or who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Sometimes we're so focused on what we don't have and on what we want. We want more and more and more and more riches and more and more money and more and more things that money can buy and we're so focused on those things that we don't have that we lose sight of all of the good things that God has bestowed upon us. We lose our perspective of what we really ought to be looking toward and, and how we ought to be thankful for everything that God has bestowed upon us. We need to be happy that God has blessed us with the ability and a job to provide for ourselves and our family. And if we're never millionaires, okay, we can be rich spiritually through Christ. And that far surpasses the wealth of this world. In Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 11, we find the Apostle Paul giving us a great lesson. It's not a lesson that he's just simply proclaiming to us, but it's a lesson that he's sharing with us from his own experience in life as he became a Christian. He said, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. In whatever state I am to be content. Sounds a lot like 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, does it? doesn't it? In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. Paul said, I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. And then he says, somebody might say, well, yeah, he must have had a lot of money. He must have had a good job. He must have been secure. No, he said, I know how to be abased. That means how to be brought low. And I know how to abound. So he had experienced the ups and the downs in life. Then he goes on and says, in everywhere and in all things, I have learned, so even during those times when he was down, he says, in everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. What's your secret, Paul? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, when we find the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, going back to verse 7 in Philippians chapter 4, well then we can experience true contentment and lasting and abiding contentment because we're in Christ. And we know who we are, we know what we are, and we know where we're headed. And that's to heaven for an eternal home with our Lord and Savior. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
the greatest friend that we could have is God. Is God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, God the Son. Where are you looking for happiness? Are you thankful? Are you focusing on all the things that God has blessed you with? God has, God has almost unspeakable blessings waiting for you if you will come to him through Christ. Won't you take that step? Surrender to him. Repent of your sins. Be baptized for the remission of your sins. And be born again. And oh, you can look at life forever thereafter with thankfulness in your hearts. Let's pray. Father, help us to take advantage of, to grasp the most precious and important blessing that you offer mankind. Forgiveness and eternal life with you in heaven. Help us to see Help everyone to see and help us, Father, to be thankful for your blessings, for your goodness, and for your offer of eternal life with you in heaven. Help everyone to see and to grasp on to that greatest of all blessings. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Our prayer comes to you in Christ's name. Amen.